Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome to your daily dose here on Midday Dose with your doctor, Dr. Day. Open your ears and your mind to receive what's been prescribed. Now here comes your host with the most, Dr. Day. Welcome to another episode of Daily Dose with Paul Day here at the Oak Gardens Church. We pray that this week has found you in great health and great spirit and that you have been fulfilling the responsibilities of your kingdom assignment that God has offered each one of us to go and make a great impact in this world. As you know, if you've been following our podcast, this uh, month we've been looking at what is the kingdom of God, what is the kingdom of God, and we've kind of explored the thesis statement that the kingdom of God is not a place, but rather it is a space. And in that uh, exploration, we have looked at the ideas uh, that, first of all, that we inhabit the kingdom of God in our hearts. But secondly, last week, we looked at how to get inside the kingdom, how to be a part of the kingdom, and that's believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Let me uh, start this week by kind of expressing the idea that anytime something good takes place, there's always something negative that tries to uh, restrict or define that positive. Uh, all through uh, the New Testament, we see examples as, as the church goes forward, there is what's called persecution, there is um, frustration, there is limitations placed on the apostles and the disciples and those who believe because anytime kingdom assignments are being fulfilled, then there is an assignment from the kingdom of darkness to, to try to obstruct the progress of the kingdom of God. We have to remember that um, the devil has no benefit of allowing the kingdom of God to uh, exceed or to uh, progress. In fact, he has no ability to stop God, so he tries to stop those who are assigned by God to fulfill their kingdom assignment. So we've kind of been looking at all of this month different uh, passages that deal with the kingdom of God. And uh, last week we dealt with Matthew chapter 13, uh, 1 through 10. And this week we continue in that same vein of Matthew chapter 13, but we kind of flipped the coin a coin and look at uh, Matthew 13, 24 through 35, where it shows how opposition to the kingdom of God tries to stall out what God's citizens are attempting to do. When we look at verse number 24, uh, Jesus is giving more parables here or examples of heavenly things, how they manifest themselves in the earthly realm. He says, here is another story Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted a good seed in the field. But the, that night, as the workers slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat, then slipped away. When the crop began to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer workers went to him and said, Sir, the field where we planted that good seed is full of weeds. Where did they come from? An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds, they asked? No, he replied. You will uproot the wheat if you do. Let both 
grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them in bundles, and burn them, and put the wheat in the barn. Today we want to just kind of discuss about discuss the idea, are you a counterfeit Christian? Are you a counterfeit Christian? Now, anytime God plants a Christian, then the devil plants a counterfeit Christian. Um, when we look at this illustration last week, we looked at the seed as being the word of God. But this week, the seed is being God planting people in his kingdom to do good works. Um, you can see in this illustration that God plants the seed and the devil plants the weed. They both grow up together and the weed has now wrapped itself around the uh, wheat and now they look like they are growing at the same time, but they are growing in different ways. We always have to remember anytime we truly commit ourselves to a kingdom agenda, there is a side of darkness that tries to restrict our progress. There have been many times in my life when I have felt like a counterfeit Christian. I was holy on Sunday, but not living and not manifesting that holiness during the week. I knew that being a Christian at church was the right thing to do. You've heard people say before, oh, you can't say that. You're at church. You can't do that. You're on the church parking lot. Well, since we found out that the kingdom of God is not a place, but it's a space, every day I have to check myself to see if I am a weed or am I wheat. Am I a weed or am I weed? How do you check it? You first of all have to find out if you are counterfeit. Do you really believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Are you really trying to manifest that in your life? Are you really being transformed by the renewing of your mind? Of your mind? Is this a daily operation of you trying to get more kingdom-minded instead of me-minded? That the only way you can expose a counterfeit is by exposing it to light. The only way you expose counterfeit money is to expose it to light. I'm about to come and get you. Now, look look at this. Uh, I used to get offended when people would, when I would hand them a $100 bill, a $50 bill, and they would hold it up to the light. But there's an identifying mark inside of that that can only be seen through light. You will know, and I will know, and you can see counterfeit Christians when they are held up to the light. What is the light? The Word of God. You can see where you and I are deficient in our walk with God if we uh, don't hold ourselves up to the light of the Word of God. Now, you can't hold yourself up to the light of social media. You can't hold yourself up to the light of social justice. You can't hold yourself up to the light of what the news is saying. Or you can't even hold yourself up to the light of your financial situation or your physical situation. you got to hold yourself up to the light of Jesus Christ. He says uh, in Philippians, Paul says, press toward the mark of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus. So I can't look at someone else and say I'm doing better because that mark is not high enough. I got to look at Jesus Christ as the standard. Because when we look at this, Warren Winsby says that the devil produces counterfeit Christians. You can find that in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, 15. He also provides a counterfeit gospel in Galatians 1, 6 through 9. 
Anything that brings down the supremacy of Christ is false doctrine. Anything that puts itself on the even level with Christ is false doctrine. You can't even bring your church up even with Christ because your church is married to Christ, but it's not better than Christ. That the reason you and I will make sure we are with the true gospel, it is we have to relent and relent go of any gospel that questions the hierarchy, the supremacy, the full authority that is in Christ Jesus. Then he says there's also counterfeit righteousness, according to Romans chapter 10, verse number 1 through three. What is counterfeit righteousness? It's when I become right in my own mind. I don't expose my counterfeit behavior according to his word. I look at my behavior according to my will. It's, it's that song by the Isaac brothers. It's your thing. Do what you want to do. I can't stop you. Uh, I can't tell you who to whatever, you know, I done messed up the words, but you know what I'm talking about. It's not your thing. If you're a kingdom citizen, it's God's thing. God has allowed you, and every day, every moment, every morning, every night, you ought to, you and I ought to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. He even says there is a counterfeit church that will be expelled and exposed in Revelation chapter 2, verse number 9. So you can see in this example of Matthew 13, 24, through 30, that there will be a separation that takes place. The separation is that the wheat at harvest time and the wheat will be pulled up together, but yet separated. What is the separation? This is the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, where evil and good will be exposed, where right and wrong will be exposed, where the sheep and the goat will be separated, where all of those things that are manifested in the earthly realm will be exposed in the spiritual realm. Let me, let me show it to you. If you're not careful, a fake $100 bill will look like a real $100 bill if they're never taken out of your purse or out of your wallet and held up to the sun. It's worth nothing until it is exposed. This podcast, I want to give you this. Every day, work to expose the dark crevices of your life, the dark moments of your life, with the light of God's word, with the light of the Son, Jesus Christ, with the light of the S-O-N, to get rid of the things that are hindering your kingdom uh, kingdom progress. Because remember, there is kingdom opposition. Years ago, um, when I was first in college, I used to t- take easy classes. I took photography. And back then, there was not digital photography. There was actually where you would um, have to expose your negatives in what was called a dark room. And the dark room uh, was a place where it couldn't be exposed to any light, but you wouldn't know if your picture was successful until you brought it to the light. Okay, you missed it. Most of us like to operate in the dark room, but the dark room is not an effective room until what happened in the dark 
is exposed in the light. Many of us know that you're better now than you were at the beginning of this year. You're better now than you were at the beginning of the pandemic. You're better now in the kingdom of God because you found out it's not about you. It's about him. And one glad morning when this life is over, he will retrieve us as we and we will be bonded up and put into the barn. That barn is not a physical barn. It's a spiritual place where we will be with the Lord forever more. So here's my here's my um, suggestion. I'm doing it myself. Every morning I'm waking up, doing some meditation time, doing some reading of God's word to see Paul has much work to do. You have much work to do. Don't settle for less when we have not received less through Christ Jesus. We received his best. He loved us so much that he gave us his only best offering his son. Let us respond with our best offering, which is our best kingdom assignment. Hey, can't wait to talk to you next week. Can't wait to discuss more about the kingdom of God. And we look forward to an opportunity of studying one with another. Please, let's have a time of prayer. Father God, thank you so much for this kingdom opportunity. Thank you for teaching us in Matthew chapter 13 that we don't want to be counterfeit. We don't want to be weed. We want to be uh, the wheat that is productive, that is produced, but yet is held by you. How do we become that wheat? Every day being transformed by the renewing of our mind. What is good, what is just, what is honest, and living a kingdom mandate, living a kingdom lifestyle where the world can see, take me to the king. Hey, let us always continue to be faithful to you because you have already been faithful to us. In your son's name, we do pray and all who believe said, amen. Okay, here at Old Gardens, what do we do? We do life together. would love for you to come and join us at one of our services. We are on Facebook uh, every Sunday at 1015. We have classes for all. If you're in the Dallas area, we would love for you to come and worship with us and be a part of doing life together. We're not perfect people, but we serve a perfect God, and we're striving towards the perfection that is only found through Christ Jesus. May God bless you and keep you is our prayer that is all the time we have for today thank you for tuning in to midday dose with your doctor dr day please tune in next week for your prescribed daily dose please like us on any platform that you're listening to this podcast on also if you want to stay connected with us follow us on instagram twitter facebook youtube snapchat and tiktok and remember at oak gardens we do life together